0: HowdyOaks, before we get started today, we just wanted to let you know that this episode of Bacon and Eggs is brought to you by our patrons. We wanna build this thing to be as big as it can possibly be. More shows, a bigger network, more content for everybody. And we wanna do it for you but we can't do it alone. If you enjoy this episode and want more of the glorious Bacon and Eggs Network, head over to our Patreon page at patreon.com slash bacon and eggs and check out our newest $10 tier, which grants you access not only to our bonus show, The Hash Browns, which we just recorded with the hosts of Sincerely Us, uh, but it also gets you unedited episodes of Bacon and Eggs. So they come out usually like two days in advance, sometimes one day in advance, sometimes way in advance. Uh, But you can hear all the behind the scenes moments that go into making an episode. And we could really use your help to make the podcast the best it can possibly be so thank you for donating and thank you even more for listening howdy yikes, and welcome back to big and eggs i'm tyler carlin
1: and i'm ethan edgehill
0: and today we're inventing santa
1: or maybe we're just mailing a few letters so catch some reindeer and end centuries of feuding between warring households because today we're bringing you klaus
0: Ethan, yeah, I want to tell you. Uh, I'm so glad we've gotten back to our Shakespearean roots of year three, with this clearly Shakespearean tale. Only in that there are feuding households. Is, is the, entire, gonna say, the entire the entire reference I'm making? Both
1: <laughs> like indignity, fair Verona, where we lay our scene. <laughs> that is all Do I've you, got. <laughs> hold on, all I can ever, ever, ever think about when somebody says that line, or I think about that line. Is that play, that musical that you and me and Chase went to see Alejandro in? What was that called? Was it called like it Colon was called or something? Bear. Bear. And they, they turned thinking? the two household soliloquy into a song in that musical. I,
0: I remember going to that musical and like really enjoying it.
1: I remember that in like 2000, whatever, whenever we saw that, I was shocked by the subject matter.
0: Yeah, I think if I went now, I'd be like, this
1: is the least gay thing I've seen all week. <laughs> i saw a man
0: roller skating naked down the crosswalk earlier today yeah that's a joke i didn't i didn't actually see it naked. i didn't either skating. i
1: did see three men on a lime scooter today <laughs> not on lime scooters on a lime scooter one on, one on lime scoot
0: scooter dilemma
1: it was uh, uh it was having
0: trouble scooting too can i okay so let's get into the stats directed by sergio pablos uh released uh november 8th 2019 which is 25 days ago it looks like it cost them about 40 million dollars to make it and obviously there's no box office because it
1: is a netflix only film although apparently it is getting a theatrical release so it can be qualified for the oscars as it should yeah. As it should. It's getting a very limited it really all it has to do is open in a theater somewhere. Yes.
0: Um it got a ninety-two percent critic rating and a ninety-nine percent audience rating on Rotten Tomatoes and a sixty-three on Metacritic? Yeah,
1: sixty-three on Metacritic. Man, them tomato
0: reviewers were much more
1: generous. <laughs> well, Metacritic's review? based on numbers.
0: Yes. Do you have a negative review? Give me a negative I review. I have a negative
1: review from David Elric Elrich, Elrich of IndieWire.com. And he says, None of the characters in Klaus are as delightful as they are well drawn. And Pablo's film never earns the holiday spirit, it tries to manufacture down the home stretch. Ooh hundred percent disagree with that. Hundo P disagree. Uh but let me read. He did get uh, one thing ri- right though, and we'll get there in a second.
0: Okay, Richard Roper's review: The wonderful Rashida Jones voices a teacher who could become a love interest for Jesper, and any movie that casts Norm Macdonald as a cynical boat captain who sounds exactly like Norm Macdonald is all right by me. Look at you, Richard Roper. Really, just you know what? I kicked my feet
1: up. I liked this. Yeah, one. he he said <laughs> because, like I guarantee you that the, the Chicago Tribune wasn't like, "Hey, go cover Klaus." He <laughs> right. was like Richard Roper was sitting there on his couch on a Saturday afternoon, like. <laughs> I'm going to have to write about this thing, aren't I?
0: Dang <laughs> Can it. I tell you? Okay. So Klaus, let me, let me ask you right off the bat. Obviously I'm not going to give you an option. This is a one yeah, binary sure. score. For sure. Um, Right off the bat though, is this the best Christmas movie?
1: It's definitely the first Christmas movie I've seen in a long time that can even make a running at it.
0: I I don't know. Like, best Christmas movie is such like a personal thing, and because there's so much nostalgia tied for up sure, to Christmas, because because sure. it's about like tradition. So there is no wrong answer. If you're like my the best Christmas movie in my opinion is, and this is not my opinion, but this is ye the listener, your imaginative perspective is Jingle All the Way. Then like I 100. <laughs> i i can see where you're coming from i genuinely can't
1: <laughs> i can't
0: i can. I, I would say hey buddy i know that you watch jingle all the way every year for christmas and i know you love it and i'm not i don't want to take that away from you but might i suggest the day before that you watch uh, really
1: anything else
0: <laughs> a, a christmas story uh, um uh love actually uh a lot of people make a run for Die Hard, maybe see what that's all about. Uh, this
1: movie is, um, it's the, the most best. probably the most heartwarming movie made this decade.
0: This is the first movie I've seen, uh, since we started doing Bacon and Eggs, where there was a line in the movie that I was like, "Yeah, I would 100% get that tattooed on my body." Which line? The one that they repeat. Uh, no, no selfless act goes, uh, like goes without a spark oh. or
1: without without yeah, triggering yeah,
0: yeah. whatever that. Hang on. Yeah,
1: I just typed I M B into Google. <laughs> Amobi, Amobi, Amobi. Yeah, give me a second. IMDB just changed the interface on their iPhone app and I hate it.
0: Well, I'll be sure to pass that along. I'm yeah. big friends with Dr. Imbida.
1: If you want to run that one up the chain, that would be great. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I can, I can definitely do because that. They the, have an my, app? You don't have they the do. app? I'm thinking, of, I'm thinking of Rotten Tomatoes. Yes, they do have an yeah, app.
1: Yeah, I was going to say, you don't have the app?
0: <laughs> no, yeah, that's...
1: But, like, today I was looking for it, and I, I literally had the thought out loud, how do I search?
0: Yeah, I actually just had the same thing happen to me. Oh, uh, so you got to click search at the bottom. And then click it again. And
1: then you click it again, you got to click, like, in the search bar thing at the bottom. Now, let me ask uh, you a the, question. The line, Joe... by the way, is, a true selfless act always sparks another.
0: Yeah, I would get that tattooed on my body.
1: Yeah, this movie's incredible, by the way. Like um let's just start from the top uh a dude drew this yeah like a human being like a human being wait just one I'm pretty sure yeah I mean, he, he had help with like doing like the lighting for it and and whatever processes happen after it gets drawn that turn it into a movie
0: but you think it was one dude I'm pretty that sure drew this, this was like
1: keyframe animated by one person how long would that have taken a long time so he's been working on this since Sergio Pablos has been working on this movie since 2012. holy crap.
0: That's a long time to be working on this one movie. Now, Tyler,
1: if I told you that the that Sergio Pablos, the person who made this movie, uh, used to work for Disney, would you be surprised? No, not even a Which little bit. Which Disney movie would you say that this movie most reminds you of in its style of animation? Like the way things are drawn? Atlantis. Atlantis, The Lost Empire. Yeah. That was the exact same that. thought I had. Yeah. I would it's oh, all I, in was the, first. So I don't want to sound too much like Scott Nicewander here, but it's all in the hands. It's a
0: lot in the hands. It's also in the 3D for the uh, structures. Yes. The structures are 3D. So
1: Sergio Pablos worked on, hang on, let me get you the list real quick. Worked He also
0: worked on Despicable Me, which is well lit, much similar to the way this movie is, although it's a lot more front lit and this has like nighttime scenes, um, which is super cool. So he worked on Hunchback,
1: Hercules, Tarzan, and Treasure Planet.
0: I would believe all of that. Yeah. Hunchback has like a scene in an animated movie, which I guess is pretty normal for the Disney Renaissance, but a scene in an animated movie where like a drone flies through like a clock tower and bell tower.
1: But you can, well, yeah. I mean, that's that's the 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 joy of animation is that you don't have to push a drone through a clock tower. You can right. just draw. The
0: camera can just your camera can just go wherever you want. Right. I but still don't still... know.
1: Have you seen Bohemian Rhapsody? Yes. I still don't know how they did the scene where like the the camera comes. From the, the bed in the back of the bus all the way to the front of the bus, out the front windshield of the bus.
0: I have no idea.
1: Yeah, no clue. That movie
0: did win for best editing, and it had some some, some really bad scenes and some really good scenes in terms of editing. It also like recreated Live Aid, which I thought was really cool and didn't yeah. know what, what it was, but um, but now I do.
1: But yeah, so this dude definitely left his mark at Disney because, like, the two things I would say this looks to m- the most like to me are uh, *Emperor's New Groove* and uh, *Atlantis*.
0: Ooh, *Emperor's New Groove*. I wouldn't have thought that, but I, because it's in the hands, the, the, man,
1: it's all in the hands.
0: It is in the hands, but *Atlantis*, I would say. Oh that's, yeah, hundred percent. No, like,
1: if you told me that this is the exact same person that did *Atlantis*, I would have been like, yeah, okay. Yeah, I, no. so I this is me. a uh, the, basically this was made by his personal production company.
0: Gotcha. Um, so just coming back to Klaus, uh, J.K. Simmons is Santa. Claus. What do you think of that? I loved the cast top to bottom. Did you? I Joan Cusack, I hear her voice and immediately, last oh, Joan
1: Cusack, School of Rock, easy. This is the second night in a row that I have watched a Joan Cusack Netflix Christmas movie. What else is she in? She was in Let It Snow. Well, yes, she was.
0: Yes, she was. As the tinfoil woman. Yes, she was. I'm looking, I only know this because I'm looking at her stuff right now. She also, okay, so Joan Cusack as Jesse. that's Jesse. That's not Joan
1: Cusack. Yeah, no, this was straight up just Jon Cusack. That's not a problem for me though. I love Jon Cusack. So do I. School of Rock. That's easy. Well, she's been in a ton of stuff. Stevie Nicks. Um, yeah, no, I loved the whole cast. I love Rashida Jones. Jason Schwartzman knocked this one out of the park. Oh yeah. Just. Uh, I mean, the, the whole thing was was truly excellent. There was a brief I moment where I-, I really, really thought that they got Edward Norton to do the lead. I thought it was David Spade. Right like, at the beginning, times. I was like, "No, I knew it wasn't David Spade" because I immediately made the uh the 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 Emperor's New Groove connection in my head just based on the way things looked, and I was like, "No, nah, that's not him. I looked up who it was, but. but. I really, for a second, thought it was Edward Norton. I was like, there's no way. There's absolutely no way they got Edward Norton to do this.
0: Are you kidding? Like avant-garde Christmas film with a genuinely good story? That's like right up at Norton's alley. Yeah, but it it means like like,
1: coming outside and acting.
0: I know. He'd be like, I want to be Santa.
1: Yeah. J.K. Simmons as Santa Claus. Phenomenal, phenomenal work there.
0: Oh, yeah. I don't want to deliver presents. I want pictures of Spider-Man. Yeah.
1: That was the thing is he was so far from J. Jonah Jameson in this. So far from like what He was. I actually,
0: I had, to, uh, I had to look it up. Well, I didn't look, I looked it up now. But even as the film was ending, I was thinking it's, uh, oh my gosh, what is his name? John Goodman.
1: I could see that. I could definitely see that. But no, it's just okay. he, he did a, a marvelous job. I loved Norm Macdonald being Norm Macdonald.
0: I will say this. The I guess it's still the first act. The arrival in Sneerensburg.
1: That's yeah, that's definitely first act.
0: Yeah. Up through. Yeah. Until he, he starts actually mailing letters. Um, I would say honestly, a little bit creepy, a little too creepy.
1: Uh, it, it depends on. I don't think it's too creepy. I don't think this is promised to any particular audience. No,
0: I, I don't think it's promised to any particular audience, but I do know it's like an animated Christmas movie, and I was going to watch it with like all the kids in my extended family, and I'm glad that I did not because of the first act. The second two acts, I think, would have been fine. I think any audience could yeah, watch it. Yeah, when that. they
1: first show up to Smirnsburg, it's definitely... I was like, this is a Borderlands mission. Like, Yeah, this is not the happiest place in the world. Right up to the mailboxes. I was like, this is literally a Borderlands mission. <laughs> <laughs> You
0: better hurry or Marcus is going to be
1: pissed. Right, like if if Norm MacDonald sort of given me quests in Borderlands, I would not have asked questions. <laughs> it's like he's a a, a a a sideburny boat captain. Like <laughs> <laughs> Minion. Yeah. I mean, for sure. Like <laughs> Um, it's it's definitely, it's definitely creepy. It's definitely a little off. Uh, I mean, again, it's just like beautifully animated, the whole thing.
0: Yeah. The animation style is unbelievable. And the, uh, I love what, like, there's this oddly satisfying part of the film where she's chopping up the fish. Yeah. And it's like, oh my gosh, the knives just cut so perfectly. Yeah. And you watch it and you're so like, I, at least for me, I'm so suspended in disbelief that I'm like, how is the knife able to cut through that so easily? Yeah. It's like, because it's a drawing. It's a drawing.
1: And also- a <laughs> because- it, right. It can do anything. <laughs> yeah. Um and it's like not that not that most but you know, ever since computer animation has come out and become the prevalent thing, like style has definitely become less and less. I would disagree. I think style has become more and more. No, not at all. In no way. I'm not even hearing your argument on this. Like everything looks we are approaching a zenith in which everything looks the same.
0: Oh, I, I could not disagree more. Uh despicable me looks absolutely nothing like uh inside out. Absolutely looks nothing like. Yeah, yeah, uh, it does though.
1: It just does. Like compared no, to No it doesn't. Compared to when th- everything was drawn. I'm not saying like oh as everything was better cuz it was drawn, but it's like this movie was able to focus so much more on style, not only because it's it's, you know, it's hand drawn in 2019, but it also like it is not for theaters. Correct. So like it was able to Push boundaries like, that didn't. It doesn't matter if it does well.
0: Well, yeah, like like Netflix is going to get paid either way. right People are not going to cancel their subscription because Klaus came out. Although they might have because of that Will Smith, uh, uh, uh like R.I.P.D. version thing. Oh, R. I R.I.P.D. Bright. Yeah. yeah I mean, it was garbage. Oh, I didn't see it. I uh I saw that it got bad reviews and so I didn't watch it. It seemed
1: pretty easy, pretty easy follow-up to me. Well, I watched it before I saw reviews on it. Oh, I was I, like yeah, Will Smith no, I... in a Netflix movie. Yeah, okay. Like a buddy cop It film. like it opened on my screen and I was like, Yeah, all right, cool.
0: <laughs> cool, we're gonna do this now. It's right. That there. sounds like fun.
1: I didn't technically mean to open Netflix on my Xbox, but here we are.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you ever been playing a video game and you're like You know what would be easier than playing this video game is just watching the television. (laughs) (laughs) You know what's less work than pressing buttons? Not pressing buttons. Not pressing buttons.
1: (laughs) It's like you have, like, normal video game and then, like, Pokemon and then TV.
0: Would you say Pokemon is easier or harder?
1: In terms of, like, having to press buttons? Easier. Because, like, well, I guess it's in the new game. Things can kind of rush at you. But prior to that, like... Stuff didn't you could just, happen.
0: You could just stand like there. Like
1: nothing happened. You could put the controller down, and your character will stand there forever. Yes. Without anything happening.
0: Yes. The the world cannot so interact. So it's like with I can you. I
1: can put a controller down and take a bite of something. And if like if I'm playing Madden, I have to pause the game.
0: Yes, that's true. Or you just cover two defense and let the game. Yeah, play attach itself.
1: yourself to a linebacker and <laughs> let it go. <laughs> but it's like if I'm on offense, I'm just getting eight delay of game penalties while I'm eating a sandwich. Right. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, Klaus, yeah, was there, uh, did you feel like it was slow getting started? No, not at all. I was immediately captivated. I felt like it took a long time to get to Klaus, but yeah, I would agree with that. It was that. like, this movie is about Jesper, but that's a yeah. bad name for a movie.
0: Do you feel like, so at the end, Jesper is like, Klaus is pissed at Jesper because he was using him to deliver mail. I felt like simultaneously like. Klaus is not angry enough and Klaus is overreacting because I wasn't sure where I stood on like Jesper doing that because I wasn't clear during the process did Klaus not know that he was
1: like filling a quota yeah he didn't know and and you think he would have had a problem with that yeah 100% if Jesper had been switched, straight yeah. up with him like yeah I have to do 6,000 letters then I'm out I did think it was weird that Jesper
0: had to like think about whether or not he wanted to stay when when like he's when did sitting, that happen so he's sitting in the chair like going into the like final action sequence before they show up and are like you? You already sent fourteen thousand letters good job um he's sitting in the chair and he's like you know do i want everything that i ever had or am i happy just staying here and well, to me it was like obviously it, you're happy staying I mean, that's there a pretty why standard, would you that's ever- a pretty
1: standard trope in the movies though that like even when push comes to shove the main character that's the fish out of water is predestined to automatically want to go back. Like, when you get, uh, yes. the, you give the guy the opportunity to do something and then go back, it, it always takes that person a long time to realize they don't want to go back. Right. So, like, I don't think that's out of place. I did I did think it took Jesper a long time to learn. Because, like, the whole time I'm sitting there like, can you just get it yet? Because, like, it was pretty straightforward to me. I don't think this is a bad thing at all, but it was pretty straightforward to me where the movie was going with it. And then after I figured that out, Jesper was still just kind of like, well, you know, buzz off, Sammy girl.
0: No, I don't want to be here at all. I don't want to be here at all. And I'm like, can here? you just...
1: You're doing good, can you just get it? Like, at all? Just a little You're bit? You're doing
0: the good, yeah, he he was so blinded when he first arrived by his own misery that he couldn't see that, like, everyone was miserable. And that when he started to spread joy-
1: It fixed itself immediately. And she had to be like, uh, what, Alma is her name? No, I don't know. Alva. Yeah, Alva had to be like, do you not see what you've done for these people? And then he looked around like, oh, dang, okay.
0: Oh, I've made a big Because impact. he was so
1: he was so worried at first he was so worried about getting out, and he was so worried about Klaus getting credit for everything, and then he was worried about them not having a toy. He just had he had a lot of things to focus on. I get it. I don't think he was worried about
0: Klaus getting credit. I think he liked the sort of duality of it where the kids would be like, Oh, I don't know how he slips down the chimney. He's this big guy. And he liked that he was like the secret Klaus. I didn't I didn't think he was selfish in that moment. Oh, I, I definitely that got it the was like, I
1: definitely got the selfish vibe.
0: Oh, see, I thought it was like he he really enjoyed hearing that they thought it was just one person. Like I, I, I felt like he was...
1: I definitely see where
0: into... I definitely
1: see where you're coming from, and like, yeah. it's just I think a uh, uh, a the sort of because I thought I remember so...
0: watching it and thinking he's going to get jealous of Klaus, and that's where the conflict is. Well, the going the way to come that
1: in. because the way that they, they portrayed it in the movie is a way in which would usually be used to indicate jealousy.
0: Yes, I would agree. When they
1: were like, oh, Klaus, you know, sneaks down the chimney, he sneak down the chimney, even though it's so big, and then it cuts to a picture of um of Jasper doing the work, and then something else, and then Jasper doing the work.
0: Yes, but Jasper was getting
1: paid. That's fair. That's definitely fair. But it just my the immediacy of that in movies kind of led me down that path of like ah Jesper's not crazy about this. I yeah, see that
0: that was what surprised me towards the end was like how on earth did you not enjoy this right? More? Well, he, like, and,
1: he, I, and he even realizes that he does because when Klaus is like, "Bet you won't miss those long nights," and Jesper's like, "Yeah, totally won't miss them at all." That's I'm telling my kids.
0: That's where Santa came from. Ain't no doubt about that. Ain't no doubt about that. Oh, they covered every
1: single base of the Santa myth in this movie. Yeah.
0: Where are the elves from?
1: Where are... With everything. Down to the cookies, man. Yeah. Like how... And it was such a great instance of like how folklore and mythology spreads like that. That like something happens and the kids are like, oh man, Santa loves cookies. Because Jesper was like, I want a cookie. Yeah, because he stole a simple. cookie. And just that simple. It's <laughs> like people talk, kids talk all day. And then that was the thing that saved him in the end was that the kids talked. Right. When they were both like... Yeah, no, when, when they're planning a revolution, their kids talk about it. Yes. And that was the real thing. It, it's just, hey, families, just spend some time with your family. Just, like, just be and, decent.
0: Well, and there there was certainly a commentary on, like, systemic like racism or at least that's what I got oh, out of definitely. it oh
1: definitely yeah it's like you don't need well that's that's any story about a blood feud
0: right is you don't have to dislike people just because your family dislikes people or because you were raised to dislike people
1: you remember that song that um oh Red by Blake Shelton no. yes I do yeah I think no.
0: about it all the time <laughs> there's a song Austin by Blake Shelton I do think about it all the time if this is Austin I still love you if you're it. about the
1: car I sold it, Hold it. this is Tuesday this night, is Tuesday
0: I'm, night bowling. I'm bowling if you got something in a sale. You're, you're wasting, wasting your, your time.
1: time. I'm not buying. I'm not buying. If, if it's, it's anybody else, else. wait for the, tone, for the tone. You know what to you do. do. P.S. P.S. this P. S. is, is Austin, Austin, I still love, I still love you. you. Great, song. Great song. I saw him do that acoustic live in front of my eye. That was a cool minute. In Fr- front of your eyeballs? In front of my eyeballs. What song were you
0: talking about? Was it Playboys of the Southwestern World by Blake Shelton?
1: <laughs> Believe it or not, It is not a Blake Shelton song. Some Beach by Blake Shelton. It's not a Blake Shelton song. Anyway, there was a song um, that that Chase Rutherford, our old roommate, sang at an NKE open mic night that horrified everyone. It's called Decoration Day by the Drive-By Truckers. And it is a song about a blood feud, but it's a song. It's actually interesting because it's a song about a guy that realizes that the blood feud is stupid. Like, on down the line, he's like, we don't deserve to be alive any more than these guys do. We're terrible (coughs) people. It's like a haunting song, and that's what I thought about during this movie. I thought about Romeo and Juliet. I mean, same, but only so much as like, oh, two households, both alike in dignity. <laughs> I also thought about in Romeo fair, and Julio. Smear and Skagen, the, where we lay our the scene. The
0: new Billy Shakes play. <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> Romeo and Julio. The new Billy Shakespeare. Romeo
1: and Julio. <laughs> that's a, that's, you a won't believe. that's a million dollar idea.
0: It's the exact same play. Performed as it originally was. Just instead of saying Juliet, they say Julio. But it is an all-male cast. Just as it Just as it originally was. originally was,
1: they just don't give Juliet a dress. Right. <laughs> That's the only difference.
0: Julio just wears a. Actually, he does wear a dress. Romeo he just doesn't oh, shave Romeo, his beard.
1: Wherefore art thou, Romeo? And also, why for art thou a man?
0: <laughs> this was an unexpected turn of events. T'would my be teenage years Would so much easier were
1: I in love with a woman?
0: <laughs> I did not expect myself to fall this way, but here we are. <laughs> I'm like my jeans, straight with a built-in flex. <laughs> Thank you, Old Navy.
1: Also, just generally, thank you, Old Navy. Yeah, seriously. Thank you for $9 jeans. Also, this is just a
0: disclaimer. Uh, Dear Mary Clay Watt, host of That's What I'm Talking About. Recently, you asked me where to get inexpensive flannel shirts. I know that the ladies' flannel shirts are thinner than the men's flannel shirts, and this very much frustrates you. I'm here to tell you that you can just buy a men's flannel shirt, like a super thick men's flannel shirt from Orvis, currently at Costco, for $10. You can go to Costco and get a super thick men's flannel shirt for $10.
1: Or, in approximately three months, you can go to the other half of Old Navy and buy one for like (laughs) 12 cents. (laughs)
0: Emily got maternity shorts that were like 43 cents
1: yeah I have uh, it's like a red and blue flannel shirt I think it's the only flannel shirt I own and wear regularly and it's from Old Navy and super comfy and it uh, like is stain it's not stainable and it won't rip, and it's perfect, and it's amazing, and I paid a dollar twelve for it. I got this the shirt at Old Navy in like April, and the guy at the counter was like, "It's April, why are you buying a flannel?" I'm like, "Cause it's a dollar and twelve cents. I w- literally won't notice it coming out of my account. <laughs> <laughs> I spent more than that on a Coca Cola." just now this coca-cola this coca-cola from that vending machine outside the front door of this old navy i can't even go get a taco at taco bell for that
0: you can get a taco for dollar twelve right
1: whoa not newport news not with a tax they have there
0: i was gonna say i don't pay taxes but that's not true so
1: it's not true on any level and like you don't get a choice on the food tax (laughs) they're not like hey would you like to would you like to actually pay your food tax today Would you like to donate to the United
0: States government? (laughs) Would you like to donate 25% to the United
1: States government today? Yeah, it's like I would go get like a McChicken and it's like, that'd be $4. Thank you. Anyway, I like this movie a lot. I'm a big fan. Big fan of Klaus. I'm glad that uh, we got bullied into watching it
0: yeah people were like hey have you seen klaus yet and i was like i could listen to casey winners talk to me about klaus until the end of time
1: and it was definitely one of those things where like nobody ever talks this much about the netflix christmas movies the point where i was like okay this one might be legit
0: i saw when i saw film twitter being like i stand klaus yeah i was like oh okay it
1: was the same people talking about klaus with the same people last year were like the christmas prince is the greatest movie i've ever seen not followed very shortly by the christmas prince 2 all prince day what I don't know what the Christmas Prince 2 is called, but I went with the Boondock Saints 2, All Saints Day, pastiche there. (laughs) Because I was was tired of my electric
0: boogaloo joke. When you said Prince, I was thinking thinking like Paw Prince, and I was thinking the Christmas Prince was a dog.
1: You know, I'll tell you what, the Christmas Prince would probably be a lot better if the Christmas Prince (laughs) was a dog. (laughs) The Christmas Prince, Beethoven returns home. The Christmas Prince. The Christmas Prince, the Royal Baby. Oh, there's three of them. That's, there's three. The Christmas Prince, the Royal Wedding, and a Christmas Prince, the Royal Baby. And then there was the Christmas. Wait, what's the- this? There was the Princess Switch. <coughs> Because apparently- There was one last year. Apparently, princesses automatically mean Christmas. There was one last year that was like 100
0: hours long, or at least it felt it. It was about this girl that ends up in like Sokovia, and she's like the tutor to the kid, and then the prince falls in love. Is that this one? Uh, what? She ends up in like Renee Zellweger, and like-
1: Bro, if you think I've seen oh. any of these movies, <laughs> you're on <laughs> the special kind of drugs. <laughs>
0: Did you see the, uh, the preview for the, uh you know what I'm talking about, Black Widow film?
1: I have not. I watched the trailer. I know trailer. that that is another thing that Mary Clay Watt, the host of That's What I'm Talking About, is upset about. Uh, she's not happy. Yeah, she's not happy. Oh, I did not know this. Well, she's not happy. Uh, There's reasons. I-, I don't think that she thinks the trailer's bad. She's not happy at the situation.
0: Oh, I'm so confused.
1: Well, you can go to her, I her Twitter. I don't know
0: of any. I don't know of any problematic stories it's here.
1: Twitter.com slash McWatt416, I think.
0: McQuat? Is that like a McDonald's brand light bulb? I mean, that's her Twitter handle. (laughs) I know
1: it is.
0: (laughs) Okay, A Christmas Prince is the movie I was thinking of, just in case you were
1: curious. A Christmas Prince. And now they have a kid. I cannot, I literally cannot imagine what the conflict in A Christmas Prince colon the royal baby is. Who's the mother? (laughs) Who's the father? I was going to say, they
0: usually know who the mother is.
1: In the city. Who's the mom? (laughs) Who's the dad? (laughs) It's Christmas time in this movie. (laughs) there's a segment i don't know if they've done it this year because i haven't listened to any of the new episodes recently but there's a segment they did last year on my brother my brother and me that they called that's a christmas to me and in that segment justin would read the pilot or like the 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 pitch for three different uh netflix or hallmark christmas movies and they had to guess which one was real
0: They've done that with uh, the pilots.
1: Huh? They've done that just like regular TV show pilots. Have they? Yeah. I don't know. I just remember that's a Christmas to me because there was a movie last year that Justin invented that ended up getting made this year. I I don't think it actually happened, but I think he just came up with such a good idea that it, it like actually was a real thing that they were thinking about. So klaus klaus is not a bad netflix christmas movie. there are dozens klaus of those is, you should not watch them you should watch klaus instead you should watch klaus every day well
0: our friend matt's watched a different movie every day for 365 days the only better idea i can think is to watch he's, klaus he's not quite every done day for, yet. it's true he's, got, he's very close. got a few
1: days left that's a crazy thing that matt's is doing crazy thing yeah, it's that's just like awesome. i don't know how he has made it happen especially since the other day he was like stuck in an airport it's a good time to watch a film. I mean, for sure, if you can get the Wi-Fi to work. I think when you're Matts,
0: you've got five or six bad boys ready to go. I mean, go I'm sure you anytime. do, but I
1: wouldn't think about that. No,
0: because I, I would have I would have given up
1: in January. Like, something yeah, would like and I'd have been like, "Well, guess I'm not watching a movie today." <laughs>
0: right. I guess I'm uh, going to the mall instead. Yeah. Bye, bye, resolution.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like it's wild that he has done that. It's um, props awesome. to you, Matts, because he's definitely listening right now because I think he also watched Klaus today.
0: Well, he should have. I recommend Klaus to all persons. I'm what, looking at these photos from a royal wedding or whatever it's called, a royal Christmas prince. A, a
1: Christmas prince, the royal wedding, sir. A whatever. Christmas prince, all prince day, I believe is what I called it.
0: <laughs> all prince day. Would you say Prince Christmas or Mick Jagger Christmas is more iconic? I don't even know what that means. I don't know how to, I don't know how to rephrase the question. Like, what does that, what does that mean though? Like, what do you mean? Like, would you say an album from Prince or an album from Mick Jagger would be more iconic.
1: Prince. Mick Jagger's not a solo artist.
0: That's true. Uh, real quick, is Dax Shepard not the lead singer in Nickelback? He is not.
1: He doesn't look anything like him either. Uh, see, but it's in It's just brain, the hair. It's just the hair.
0: It, I know it is. It's like Dax Shepard's hair, Nick Cage's face. Nickelback. That is
1: Chad Kroger. Yeah, that is 100%. That is what <laughs> Chad Kroger looks like. <laughs>
0: That's what I think of every time.
1: Look at this graph. It'll always make me laugh. Every time I do, it makes me laugh. How did our ass get so red? And what the heck is on Joey's head? And this is where I grew up. You know what? Here's the real thing, though. That's a really good album. Is it? All the Right Reasons by Nickelback? Yeah. Bangers. Front to back. It is. It's got photographs. It's got Animals. Photograph is by far the weakest song on that album. Did you know
0: that I always thought the song Animals by Nickelback was about a soccer game? Uh, I mean, I didn't think that for probably more than the first time I listened to the song. But did you know the that first I had
1: Photograph by Nickelback as one of five songs downloaded on my PSP? <laughs> I had The Diary of Jane by Breaking Benjamin. I believe that that because... was also one of them. And uh, Through uh, the Fire and the Flames by Dragonforce. <laughs> Oh man! And I would ride the bus home, and I would play uh, Dynasty Warrior on my PSP, and listen to yes. Nick Photograph by Nickelback.
0: Yes, yes, you would. Yes, you would. Give me a. Theory. I know this exists. This has got to exist. What? Does? A Nickelback, Nickelback Christmas song.
1: <laughs> I was thinking about this recently, like because usually when bands do Christmas albums and stuff, you know, they always put like they try to put like a original song on there,
0: right? Because if your song becomes like a
1: Christmas classic right, then you, you win. win yeah and like <laughs> yeah. most bands are terrible at it but let me tell you what the beach boys nailed it what was their original christmas song little saint nick
0: not simply having a one no that's a that's uh a paul, paul McCartney. mccartney what's the other one the beach boys always pl-
1: have on the radio i don't know i know little saint nick but it's like it sounds like a regular beach Boys song if i wasn't paying attention to the words I would not notice it go through in the catalog.
0: Oh, you're right. This is the one I'm thinking of. Yeah.
1: Like yeah. That, that is, they They nailed that Christmas song so hard that it, it just sounds like an actual song from them. What do you,
0: are you a big Beach Boys guy? Do you feel like it's got to be the summertime or this song? What do you, what do you think of the the Cheech Boys?
1: I'm a, I'm a big, big, big fan. Um, I'm a Grande fan A lot of well. that is nostalgia. That was a lot of what I, I would say. To growing up. I would say I'm a Venti fan. It's a lot of what I listened to growing up. Um, it's like my dad's favorite band of all time. So there's a lot going on for me there with the Beach Boys. I'm a, I'm a big fan. Um, I don't know. No, it doesn't really have to be the 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 summer. I mean, they definitely have like the the majority of the popular songs in their canon are summer songs. And you know, it's like I can't listen to Kenny Chesney in December. No, I mean. It like hurts. It
0: like makes me I live sad those songs comes on and I'm like
1: Man, wouldn't it because be King, nice King Chesney to freaking... is like a beach country? Like, I can listen to Jason Aldean all year. I don't, but like, I could. I, if I put a Jason Aldean song on right now, it's not gonna hurt my heart.
0: If you put on Amarillo Sky right now, you telling me you, you're set?
1: Oh, no, I mean I'll cry. The song's really sad. What about? Hold on. But like, if you put if you put what on if my put kind put of Austin by Blake Shelton, I'll absolutely cry every time. <laughs> it gets me every freaking. She time. knows what to do, man. <laughs>
0: oh. Oh my gosh.
1: Like when it comes back around and 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 she does the thing, she's like if you're calling about my heart it's still yours. So listen to still it. To a, little a, little a little more. I'm I'm getting choked up right now. like my I I have like chills <laughs> right now. By the way, boy Every is no time. machine you're talking to. Yeah, every time, Heck man. yes. But no, I could listen to it. Like, if you put on My Kind of Party by Jason Aldean right now, I'll jam out. That's fine. But if you put on Beer in Mexico right now, I'll be sad. <laughs> You'd be like, man, you know what I always think of when I hear Beer in Mexico? Klaus. No,
0: I think about- uh, <laughs> I think of
1: J.K. Simmons in the movie Klaus.
0: <laughs> I think about when we were of age and uh, all the fireball went missing at my beach house. That was a good time. That was a good, good time. That yeah, was a good time. Yeah, it was a good time. I
1: think about that when I listen to um, <laughs> Round Here by Florida Georgia Line.
0: It's funny you say that because I'm currently listening to Boys Round Here by uh, Blake well, Shelton. The
1: boys around here don't <laughs> listen to the Beatles run. Old both Steve through a jukebox. needle at the honky tonk. Where they been stoned. <laughs> all night. <And> that's right. <laughs>
0: this song sucks.
1: <laughs> and what? They call work digging in the dirt. Gotta get it in the round before the rain comes down. To get paid. To get the girl in the four-wheel drive country boycott. And do you know this song which song <laughs> i had to
0: sneeze is this a blake Shelton original santa's got a choo-choo train i believe so heck yeah this is a banger <laughs> you know what the best christmas song is let's 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 just get it out of the way james penguin
1: <laughs> <laughs> i forgot about james penguin <laughs> <laughs> that used to play. So when I worked in State Farm, we would listen. We'd, uh, you know, every day, Brent would come in and be like, "Alexa, play Christmas music," and I would listen to Penguin, James Penguin, James Penguin, <laughs> like eight times did a day. Did you have day. to do the? Did you have to do the? Hee haw, hee haw. Oh yeah, the Christmas donkey song. Hee haw, hee haw. It's Dominic <laughs> the donkey. chickity chick. Hee haw, hee haw. The Italian Christmas donkey. <laughs> la 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 la. <laughs> Yeah, I had to listen to that. I was. It came on in the car on the other day when Kate and I were driving back to Roanoke, and she was like, "You're gonna skip Dominic the Donkey?" Like, <laughs> yeah,
0: you're not. Yeah, I am.
1: <laughs> I'm gonna listen to James Penguin right now. <laughs> Penguin James Penguin. Brad Paisley did like a whole Christmas album where they were like all originals. <laughs> and not all of them, but like he had Santa looked a lot like Daddy, which what? is the, you never heard Santa looked a lot like Daddy. No. Go listen to that real quick. Well, I, I'm. I, I do wanna. I don't want to just, this is a podcast
0: is not Tyler listens to music and actively reviews it. That's a whole other show. No, it's
1: like, it's Brad Paisley's take on I Saw Mommy Kissing Santa Claus. Oh, oh, this is the, the Paisley album. Yeah, this is the Paisley album. Yeah. With Peng, with Penguin James Penguin. Penguin James Penguin. <laughs> what a stupid song. The great, the best one on there, though, is Kung Pao Buckaroo Holiday. Do you remember, uh, so. Featuring the Kung Pao Buckaroos, which I believe was like Merle Haggard and Willie Nelson. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He has so many freaking funny songs. Tell me that country music isn't uh, just comedy rock music in a lower key.
1: Sometimes. There's definitely people that get away with that. Toby Keith is like, Toby Keith could be a gets comedian. Away with that. Oh, yeah. Like, if, if, you, if you had, like, you know, if you did Toby Keith, the Three Balloons Tour, whatever that guy's name was, the guy that did Vanilla Ice Cream. Stephen Lynch. Sure. Um, yeah, if he was like, oh, I'm doing musical comedy now, and then just played, like, beer for my horses you had to get Willie up there and 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 red solo cup yeah ain't as good as i once was i well, red solo cup you're an you do something good and i drink beer out of you i've seen you in black and i've seen you in yellow but red my friend is the only one for this fellow it's like dr seuss rhymes the whole time
0: brett paisley had a song called i'm gonna miss her where yeah
1: yeah because he's out dear fishing.
0: listener dear listener the story is that the man comes home from fishing one day and his wife says, if you go fishing tomorrow, I'm going to leave you. And the next line is, well, I'm, I'm going to miss her when I get home. And I remember being a youth and being like, yeah, you know, he's justified because that kind of ultimatum is just ridiculous.
1: There's a, Who did that song Fish? Or the one that's like, my baby loves to fish. <laughs>
0: I don't know, man. This But also, stuff, like, this,
1: you know, we couldn't. We yeah. kind of came up after the like, uh, you know, like the Dixie Chicks had that Earl has to die song. That's not comedy.
0: Do you think Earl had to die? I don't really
1: think that that was up to them.
0: No, I don't think so either. I think I mean, definitely, I sympathize, certainly I th-
1: sympathize less with the, with them thinking Earl has to die than uh than the sister in the light the nights went down the night the lights went down in Georgia by Reba McIntyre. You can't trust your son to know backwards Southern lawyer.
0: All I'm saying is Earl probably should have been locked up a little bit more securely.
1: Yeah. Uh, definitely but, like there's that half a country like the thunder the thunder rolls by garth brooks that's not a funny song
0: no but there's a lot of funny songs a lot of puns in country music oh, country sure. music is what i call it
1: but that's sort of like <coughs> a, a more recent thing
0: there's uh, drunk on a plane that's a funny song
1: yeah there's a lot of a lot of songs with punchlines in country music <laughs> where it's there's like there's a twist yeah we're like oh anyway james swindell four hours ago listening to felice navidad by jose feliciano
0: you know what's crazy i was also just looking at james and listened to that four hours ago
1: <laughs> hey, tyler carlin currently looking listening to santa look a lot like daddy
0: <laughs> i'm not i'm listening to the i'm still a guy by brad paisley which is just a Really sad Santa song to listen like to. daddy.
1: Daddy looked a lot like him. I mean, they made a whole movie out of Grandma Got Run Over by a Reindeer. Did they? Yeah, like, well, it was a movie. It was like an animated 30-minute special, like all of the other reindeer. Anyway, Klaus. Tell me about Klaus. Tell me what you thought about Klaus. So, tell I Tell me what you I, thought I about really... when you were older. Now you're gone. Worst is over. You can have the best of me. Okay. That's the best of me by the starting line. Certified panger. Okay.
0: Uh, Klaus, I- so watching this movie, like literally every scene, it was like, I would stop paying attention for a moment because I would get distracted by my phone or my child or my wife or something. My dog would do something cute. Every time I looked back, I was like, holy crap, this is so incredibly good. Yeah. This is so amazing. I would
1: take a like computer wallpaper of that last shot of Klaus walking off into the into the the mist with all the birdhouses. Yeah. That was on Wh- par with the end with of Frozen 2.
0: Dude, I need to update my opinion on Frozen 2. Since I saw it and since I've listened to the soundtrack a thousand times. I love it a bajillion I love Frozen 2 it's It's better every day i love frozen too I,
1: i've been known this <laughs> uh
0: i also loved hamilton i saw hamilton this weekend that was amazing i don't know if you've heard about it it's a very good show i have a heard very it. of of alexander i'm i'm Scamilton. Yeah, i'm
1: aware of it if it happening yeah i'm glad, you, you, to see it out, it. I'm glad you enjoyed it
0: i oh my god it was amazing you should go see it i recommend i highly do
1: not have the time or money for that
0: <laughs> me, neither, me neither trust me um but I will say about Hamilton, religious type experience, I feel bad for all of the money I'm going to spend on seeing that again that could go to different Broadway shows. But also, I don't feel bad. I mean, okay. I'm just going to spend my money on what I want to spend my money on and not feel guilty about it. Nobody's mm-hmm. telling you to feel guilty. Well, I am. The voice in my head is like, people are going to think you're stupid because you saw Hamilton 15 times.
1: I mean, if you see Hamilton 15 times and don't see anything else on Broadway ever, <laughs> I think that you're, you're, kind of, you're kind of missing something. Like You're missing the point.
0: But also, I'd be able to be like, yeah, I've seen it 15 times.
1: I'm sure there have been people that have already had you beat. Oh, I'm certain there
0: are. There are definitely people who are in the show who have seen it a lot. Okay, well, we're not talking about the people that are in the show. Yeah, but they are still people. That's That was the that was a hump I couldn't get over for a long time. I was like, why would you? You're never going to beat the people that are in it. So there's no sense of trying. <laughs> I mean, see it a bunch because you
1: love it, not because you want to make some weird record. I have to win. I have to win. You're not
0: going to. We have to win. You're not going to win. I know. Uh,
1: Somebody's got season tickets. Yeah, somebody
0: sees it every day. Probably not. You don't think you don't think there's one dude that like people sit down and they're like, oh my gosh, and now I'm in New York City, and he leans over and he's like, this is my 56th day in a row seeing Hamilton. Right,
1: but like to see Hamilton 56 days in a row, you also have to have like a job, and it's pretty hard to have a job and also see a Broadway play
0: every day. <laughs> like a three-hour Broadway play every single day. He works the night shift. That's what he does. I mean, maybe. He, he also works the day shift. He never sleeps. Yeah, he takes
1: a three-hour break to go see Hamilton.
0: <laughs> it's his lunch break every day. It's a long lunch. You know? It's not an unheard-of lunch. It's, the intermission really throws him off. The play is like two hours and 45 minutes without the 30-minute break in the
1: middle. Right. I could use uh, an intermission in some two-hour and 45-minute-long or minute long movies. I will tell you, the intermission of the play
0: experience was unbelievably delightful i was like this is amazing we're like right in the middle there's a suspense thing or there's like a resolve thing and now we get the obviously i've been to plays before i know intermission exists but it's been a while since i've been to a play and it was a really really nice thing i would Highly recommend intermission to theaters who are trying to recoup their dollars, uh, because that's a great way to get everybody to step up and literally just go spend fifteen dollars on popcorn and come back and sit <laughs> <Right>? down again.
1: <laughs> really? Yeah, it's like if you get if you just put a clock on the screen that says ten minutes, right? <laughs> you can go get popcorn now. I could just go pee, like.
0: Yeah, you can go pee. You could. I mean, when I watch movies at home, if I watch a, how long did it take you to watch this ninety-seven minute movie?
1: Um. Uh... 14 hours (laughs) (laughs) i watched an hour of it and then i went and did everything else and then you watched
0: the other 37 minutes
1: yeah no, it wasn't 14 hours, but it was a long time. Like, I, I got up this morning at like 8.30 and watched an hour of Klaus, and then I did a bunch of other things.
0: You know what I did today at 8.30? This is an exciting story. You got pooped on. No. Oh. I went to the Department of Motor Vehicles and purchased a car that's been in my possession for the past 11 months. You go
1: to the DMV more than anybody I know. <laughs>
0: I have three cars. I feel There's like a lot you are always visits. at the DMV. I, it, honestly, I think in this year, I've only been like, what, three times? I have to go again soon, though. I have to get my TSA pre-check, and I have to get my real ID, or what's it called? What's the new, like, star ID? Yeah, real ID. Real ID. I have to get that. So I have yeah. to get both of those things. <laughs> Uh, I should have done that today because I had like two extra hours. I could have knocked that out. You don't need the real ID. Why?
1: Uh, I think if you pre-check, you need your passport.
0: But don't you need real ID to check in at airports? No, you
1: can use your passport.
0: Oh, I'm still gonna get the real I ID. I mean, yeah, I'm
1: just saying. I don't think you need it. The pa- your Maybe pa- take a your new- passport is the highest form of identification you can possibly have as a U.S. civilian.
0: This is a sad thing about my passport, though. Is uh, it's going to expire soon because it's been a long time since we went to London. Yeah, it expires in like two years. Yeah, I got it for that, and I have only left the
1: country once since then um i think i've left the country twice i went to the dominican republic and i went to canada canada but i also have tsa pre because it's like 70 dollars for five years yeah and apparently
0: it's way awesome it makes airports that aren't roanoke like roanoke
1: yeah it's not great when they just decide that it's not running for some reason,
0: and they're like, "Yeah, you can't pre-check today."
1: And it's like, I get that, but I also shouldn't then have to like disassemble my backpack.
0: Wait, do you have to disassemble your backpack if you don't have if you don't have pre-check? You don't have to disassemble your backpack. If you
1: if you if you have pre-check, you can leave everything in your backpack.
0: Oh God, I need to do this like today. Yeah, I need this now. Well, it's I'm not going to show start... up by
1: the time that you go to um Las Vegas Las tomorrow. Vegas. <laughs> you also have to make sure that you put the number in when you get your ticket.
0: Okay, I tell you what, I really need is TSA. Pre- Pre-check. I'm. I, I don't have to fly again until January, so I should be good then.
1: Yeah, but just like when you're booking the ticket, make sure the number goes out This is very technical information in that the podcast users, podcast listeners, don't need. But hey, dear listener,
0: <laughs> do you have TSA pre-check? <laughs>
1: don't get it. It's horrible. Nobody uses it. Nobody needs it. Nobody. Nobody uses needs it. it. <laughs> it's just for me. Nobody else in that line. <laughs>
0: It is astonishing to me. I mean, I don't have it, but it is astonishing to me how if you're going to fly more than once a year, why you wouldn't have it.
1: But no, it took me basically getting, I got it after I came back from uh, Rhode Island in the early fall and I got like strip searched at the airport because I had so much camera gear with me.
0: See, that's that's my concern is it because I'm going to start traveling soon with like all of my work stuff, which is like, you know, like a, a laptop for work. Uh, actually that's it. It's a laptop and a charger. Uh, but then also my bacon and egg stuff, which is like its own laptop and its own microphone and its own stand and all of these cables that go with everything and its own charger. Uh, yeah. So I feel like I just don't have to deal with that. Plus maybe a camera. There's a lot of buildings in these places. Okay. You can take pictures of buildings. A lot of people don't know that you can just pop outside and click, 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 click. Shutter, shutter.
1: Yeah. So it was like Island. Island. Was coming back in Rhode Island and port, the Providence Rhode Island airport was like. What is all this stuff? I was like, It's a <laughs> camera and some lenses. And the dude's like, open the lenses. I'm like, they they don't open. <laughs> so that it's, works. it's a piece of glass on both ends.
0: And a lot of mirrors on the inside.
1: <laughs> so then I got TSA pre-check and it has not been a problem since then. Anyway, so uh this is our first Christmas movie of the year. Are we gonna continue to do
0: Christmas movies? Or was this just like we got peer pressured into doing it three weeks early? What what's the plan here? What's the sh- what's the play? So
1: next week, uh we're going to do this... a Christmas movie with a guest. We are? Yes. Oh, okay. we try.
0: What, what's our movie next? Did you, uh, you want a
1: guest this week? No, but we have like a plan. We do? Yes. I'm trying not to edit this episode that much. So like, I'm not going to just go in your Twitter DMs, bud. Okay. Okay. I'll check it out. Did you forget this, this conversation entirely? I didn't know we picked a date. Well, this is the... Okay, this is why I'm telling you. We need to pick this date because the week after that's Jumanji and the week after that's Star Wars. Oh, Jumanji. And then we have an Our episode new... coming out, an episode that is not Star Wars because we're going to do Star Wars on the 21st. So we have to find some time to now and the end of the world to do an episode for December 26th which is probably also going to be a Christmas movie and a Christmas brunch.
0: The Nightmare Before Christmas. Nope. <laughs>
1: Or we could do something else on December twenty sixth, but we do need to record a Christmas brunch and we're trying to push Star Wars to the twenty first.
0: Yeah, we're trying to get Star Wars out ASAP. ASAP rock.
1: Which means we still need to have an episode up that Thursday, in all likelihood. So
0: let me let me talk to you about Box Office for Star Wars, because this is all also technical stuff that the listeners don't need to hear. Uh Box Office for Star Wars, do you think Star Wars beats Endgame?
1: No, not a chance.
0: On one hand, I think not a chance. On the other hand, I think like
1: immediately. Everybody loved Infinity War, was the thing, and uh, nobody loved the Last Jedi. Uh, I wouldn't say nobody. Last Jedi made one point three billion. There's just absolutely no precedent for Star Wars even coming close. But Star Wars,
0: I guess you're right. Plus, I think you know what I think Disney's done, and I think it's a smart move by the by the uh, by the mouse is that they've decided. Screw the people that don't like it. We're just going to make it for the people that do like it. Yes.
1: I mean, I think it's going to be good. I don't think it's going to... I think it will do better than The Last Jedi at the box office. I do not think it will do as well as The Force Awakens.
0: That I don't know, because it is the end of the saga, so I feel like there's a certain demographic of... Oh my god, this stupid microphone will never sit where I want it to. There's a certain demographic of, uh, like, old heads that, like, maybe wouldn't have seen the first two in theaters, but now they're like, okay, it's the last one. I feel like this is a cinematic experience I should have. That
1: demographic either does not exist or is so small that it's not gonna matter. Everybody saw The Force Awakens. That's true. I had to go at, like, three o'clock in the morning two (coughs) days later, and I bought my tickets 30 days ahead of time.
0: Have you bought your tickets for Rise of Skywalker yet? Uh, we live in Roanoke.
1: (laughs) (laughs) So no. No.
0: (laughs) They have like reserved seating at our Regal now, which is the dumbest thing in the world. It might be useful for Rise of Skywalker, but usually it's like, oh yeah, you're going into a completely empty theater. Where would you like to sit? Except when you see
1: Frozen 2 at 730 on Friday, the day it comes out, and they put 14 people in eight seats next to you.
0: Yeah, that's not the
1: nicest thing that they've ever done, especially
0: since those seats are approximately the size of half of one man.
1: Yeah. I was in the back row, too. Like, literally the back row.
0: Oh, we never go back row. Why? I think if there
1: was a back row only option, I would be like, oh, because we're not seeing this movie. You're acting, like, high and mighty about this, and there's just no reason for it. I'm not acting high and mighty. The way you said that, you're like, I never go back row. And you're, like, categorically wrong. The back row is the best best row. row? Oh,
0: I disagree. That's cool. Like
1: I think the, the long arc of history bends toward me being correct. Really? Yeah. I know a lot of people that prefer back row to anywhere else.
0: I've never met anybody except you now that prefers back Yeah, row. I
1: just don't think that's true. I just don't think you talk to people about it. I'm not a front row guy well, I'm where a, are you? in then?
0: the middle I would say from the steps probably three or four rows up three
1: or four is not, not enough rows front, not from the front
0: row so you walk into the theater and you're between the front rows and the back rows
1: those don't count Yeah, nobody sits there especially not at Valley View
0: <laughs> nobody, nobody sits, sits there on there. purpose yeah three or four rows up uh, we actually I would prefer to sit in the middle but we usually sit on the end uh, because it's not uncommon for Emily to get like motion sick from a movie and need to run to the restroom so we usually sit in the end pretty close to the door that's why we sit there and I've never had a bad experience I'm I've never been sitting there like I can't see the screen well enough I mean enough. no I just so. like the
1: back There's usually not as many people because the people don't like
0: it as much Yeah I do Would you say
1: No like the, well, the people that, the people that have a, have an opinion they know I don't they I don't know. think
0: they do They know I'm very curious dear dear listeners tell me where you sit in the movie if theater if you I'm very listen curious, Tyler, now. I'll be
1: straight up with you um if yeah. you create a Twitter poll about this I will quit the show I will delete the podcast I will burn the whole thing down I'm not
0: gonna make a Twitter poll but I am curious at bacon the next pod that's let fine no
1: you can they you they can add us all day long but if you create Where a Twitter poll for it you have theater. been warned that rep- retribution will be swift and it will be with fire
0: with fire there is no way to literally burn a podcast
1: I will invent a way I will burn the podcast in effigy on IGTV on
0: IGTV <laughs>
1: Is that still real do people use that
0: Yes do you watch IGTV or are you no. ever are you I, the ever only time I' watch IGTV
1: like... is when it's like when somebody has posted their Instagram video, like, they posted their IGTV video to Instagram, and it's like, Do you want to watch the remaining two and a half minutes of this? And I'm like,
0: Yes. Yes, obviously, this yes. Fac- I it do. happened
1: recently with Vaishan, his drawing of the the astronaut. He did like a procedural for it, yeah. and it was like two and a half minutes, and it was like, Do you want to watch the remaining two minutes on IGTV? And I was like, Yep, no brainer. And it's like a seamless transition. It goes straight into it, opens the new app and goes straight into
0: it. Well, it's, it's it. not an app, but it's like a different corner of mm, the yeah. app. No, it's an app. IGTV is its own app? Yeah,
1: that's how you create stuff for IGTV. At least it used to be. I don't know. I still have the app. Maybe? Hold on. Maybe I'm wrong about this. I feel like you are.
0: It used I've to be. i never downloaded app. a different Instagram. Instagram app except layout.
1: Okay, it used to Layout's not an Instagram.
0: Well, it's linked to Instagram. If you press the layout okay, button IGTV inside TV Instagram, used to be it an takes app, you there.
1: But it, I mean, it is still an app. I don't know that it's necessary anymore. But I used to have it. That is used to be the that used to be the only way you could get IGTV things. I'm downloading it. Right, I do not. Care. So it doesn't open it in a new app, but it does like seamlessly do it. But I, th- I think you can get a specific like IGTV feed that way. Maybe I'll start creating for IGTV.
0: You're going to start posting to IGTV? IGTV, yeah. What, what
1: I know kind that, of stuff are you going to make? I know that horette and Link use ictava a lot.
0: They do, yeah. I think that's... I don't know why they do. They have, I would imagine. Uh, I'll tell
1: you why. They have a team of 75 people that doesn't include them. They're posting content on every platform because that's someone's whole job.
0: You think if you're the guy that works there and you're like, yeah, my job is the uh, Instagram TV feed.
1: Yeah, I think that's a pretty cool thing to have. Like, I've seen their well, yeah. IGTV videos. They're like... Good. they're like cool it's like the show after the show after the show after the show if you follow down the gmm rabbit hole
0: do you behind the scenes oh speaking of asking dear listener dear listener at bacon and eggs pod behind the scenes type things i would like to change up our high level patreon tiers as would we we being me that we we being you what would you what what is something you see from other creators that you don't see from us that you'd like to see from us
1: yeah like uh like uh like uh like uh like 25 to stuff dollars. 25 to like roughly 100. One 100 dollies. 100 dollies.
0: We can do every dollar amount 25, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31, 32, 33, 34, 35,
1: 36, we can't 37. Do that, actually. <laughs> I'll die. <laughs> <laughs>
0: 50, yeah, 51, new, 52, new, 53, 54,
1: 55, $36.50 uh, tier. It's called <laughs> We Hate Bacon and Eggs to the tune of $36.50. We Hate Bacon and Eggs? Yeah, because you're making Patreon difficult by pledging that amount. <laughs> for that amount, you could tell us whatever mean thing you... No, you can't do this. That'd be terrible. This would suffer. My mental health would suffer.
0: Yes. People would be like, yeah, I'll be mean to Ethan for $36.50. $36.50.
1: Even, even, but that's the thing is like, even if they did it to pretend, it would still hurt.
0: Yeah. It would definitely hurt. People being mean to people always hurts. Yep, yep. I take like inbound phone calls all day, and when somebody's mean to me on the oh, phone, God. I know that they <laughs> are like There's
1: nothing worse than a stranger
0: being mean to you on the phone. And like I'm not like I know that it's not my fault. <laughs> I know that you are like a dog on a chain that can't actually hurt me, and I know that my heart's racing and I don't know why. Here's
1: the thing though, is like when I worked at State Farm, sometimes people would be mean on the phone and they would come into the office and yell at you in person. <laughs>
0: That sucks. Yeah, like, we had a storefront. That really sucks. Yeah, I yeah. know. Uh, visitors are not allowed in my building. Yeah,
1: that's, that's how call centers should be. If you're if you're telemarketing, you should be protected by a few layers. <laughs> I'm not telemarketing. They call me. That's still telemarketing. You're still selling things on the phone. I am that's still selling things on the
0: phone. You can still purchase things from me. Well, not ye, the listener. You cannot call where I work. I will not talk to you.
1: Um, But yeah, it's like, I still don't really like to do phone calls. And, you know, if, if my girlfriend wants to call me, I'm just kind of like, oh, God. Why? She's like, it's it's, what? And I'm like, you're going to be mean to me. It's what people do to me on the phone. They're mean to me.
0: (laughs) They're mean. They yell. They yell at me about
1: their rates. (laughs) It's not my fault. I don't make the rates. (laughs) Can you adjust the rate? No. No, I literally can't. Well, Geico can. No, they can't. They're lying. They're overcharging you in the first place.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Also, if they can, why are you even talking to me?
1: If they've already given you what you want. That's the thing is like other, I I worked for SafeHarm and SafeHarm prides himself on being the the company that doesn't do like BS discounts and also doesn't overcharge you for stuff. Like what you you pay for is what you get. Right. And with Geico, it's like they build in stuff so that if you call in, they have an escape button where they can just like, you can just be like, well, I'm going to quit and they're going to be like, actually, we're going to lower your bill by $15 a month. It's like, and, of course, the line always, I always used was, like, well, if they're going to do that for you, why weren't they doing that for you to begin with? Right. Like, if they really cared about you, they would have done that from the beginning. That's what I'm doing. When in reality, like, our price was still higher. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> it d- doesn't matter because the government employees' insurance company is still a better rate.
1: <laughs> yeah, but I could usually convince people with that, that way. Like, oh, man, if Geico's going to do that, and then, uh, because it would happen all the time where people would be like, I would give them a quote. And they would call their Geico agent and be like, well, I got this quote from State Farm. <laughs> Geico's like, yeah, I can beat that. Whatever. <laughs> See if I care. See if I care. And they would call me back and be like, well, Geico said they can do $5 less than you. And I'm like, I'm sorry. Is it one not worth $5 No, you're not being lied to the whole time? Look at you. The the salesman. The- I hated it so much. <laughs> <laughs> I am not cut out for telephone sales.
0: Do you want to do like in-person sales? I don't I can, really want to do can... any sales. No.
1: But specifically, I do not want to, like, cold call people ever again. Yeah, cold calling is the worst. It sucks. I mean, it, and it's like, you know, I know that it wasn't technically cold calling. It's like, I'm, even when I'm calling our own customers, it's still, it's like, it's a cold call if they're not expecting a call. Right. No matter what, it's like, oh, this is this is lukewarm. There was a whole scale for it. I'm just like, but is it though? Because they're still mad that I called them.
0: I saw it was when I was selling cars. We would get warm leads from the rental team, and but they wouldn't. We would tell them, you have to tell them that we're going to call. Like that was sort of like our policy was like, you could send the lead over to us if yeah, the customer could, was. How
1: often did they do that?
0: I would say honestly, I was probably close to eighty percent. Every so often, Lord. You, I know, but every so often you get on the phone with somebody and you'd be like, hey, uh, this is Tyler from the dealership. I know you rented a car from us recently, and they'd be like, is everything okay with my rent? And you'd be like, I probably, I have no idea. Um, but I work at the dealership. I understand you recently totaled your car. I just wanted to touch base with you about options for new ones. And they'd be like, how dare you call me? Like, okay, okay.
1: Who well, the heck do you think you are?
0: I, well, I uh, We have really good prices and really good rates. Uh, I'm happy to help. I know that you need a car. I have cars. It seemed like a win-win situation you, for me to need give car,
1: you a car. I have car. <laughs>
0: my house is beginning to look like a dealership with all the cars out front
1: I was recently around one of the carvana machines oh that's cool in Philadelphia and I, I like watch somebody buy a car that's cool and by buy a car I mean they put the comically large coin into the machine and their car was distributed to them like a gashapon. <laughs>
0: what is a gashapon?
1: that's the um the 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 thing the, the thing with the the with the stuff in it, it like Kroger where you put the coin in you turn it and then a, a, a bubble pops out with like a 12 cent <laughs> ring in it that's got a word yeah Bro, the Japanese have a word for everything they invented.
0: I guess. What a wild thing. I learned that from the Adventure Zone. It's funny because I was just listening to that part of the Adventure Zone. Fantasy and I Costco
1: can't... where all your dreams come true. <laughs>
0: Oh man! There's a
1: there's a song for it. Eventually, there's like Fantasy Costco background music. You
0: know what's crazy about Fantasy Costco and the whole Adventures End thing is, I'm listening to it. I very much love it. I've I've very much invested myself in D and D podcasts recently, specifically this one because this is the one that's most highly recommended. But I wonder why I'm doing that. I don't know. It's crazy. It's crazy how a man who's never played Dungeons and Dragons all of a sudden is so interested, specifically in this medium. What could that mean?
1: I, I don't know. You we'll find out soon, won't we? I guess we will. We got a D20 right here. Let's see what it says. Two. You won't find out ever. <laughs> you won't find out ever, maybe. Okay, let's see what I roll for my vibe check. Uh, that's a critical
0: 20. Is it really? No, it was a seven. Oh, that's embarrassing. Yep. I don't know what a vibe is. Yeah, that's the whole no sentence. No cap.
1: <laughs> I know that uh vibe check means the same thing as like it's essentially like, hey, does my outfit look cool? teenagers
0: uh, do you think teenagers so when we were teenagers were we inventing new phrases because we were like the adults say the old phrases or were we inventing new phrases because like all of our energy was into social life yeah and we just found different ways just,
1: to say things and then we just started saying them. right like we we because we said like our so many things invented to each squad other squad goals and stuff like that
0: yeah squad goals yeah. and bay yeah
1: it just happens man it's just like stuff because it, you know it, you do it all the time you're like trying to find a cool way to say something and then you Is find one that cool really hits. To say anything? what
0: is there a cool way to say anything it's
1: entirely subjective
0: i do believe that as soon as i say whatever the youth say because i now have a child it immediately becomes old
1: i mean i don't think you have that much power but probably like i don't think you could just ruin let me try
0: something vibe check
1: i don't know there's no teens around
0: vibe check dear teens we won't
1: know for two days what the teens (laughs) feel about that is vibe check ruined yo is vibe check ruined no cap
0: no cap vibe check dollar bill y'all
1: yeah there, there you go okay you ruined it for me too i'm 26 <laughs> i am i am literally three months younger than you and you ruined it for me
0: well you're also cool though you like you're cool you do cool stuff you like you're like a roving i mean man. i don't
1: say i don't say dollar dollar bill y'all in earnest
0: <laughs> uh, klaus let's circle back to klaus because i really i adore this film i think that it is uh an extremely yeah. important this movie is... and i think it it goes so well hand in hand with our be positive Mentality we have here, bacon and eggs, and I would say unequivocally, unequivocally what does that mean? Uh, with,
1: with without equal in the equal, sense
0: that it has no equal. Yeah. Uh, I would say it is the the best Christmas movie I've seen in in years. Yeah, like it the is the best new I, Christmas I play... movie that
1: comes out that's come out probably since at least elf. elf yeah
0: yeah i would agree with that I, and, and i'm trying to think if anything else like stands up to it like when i think of my christmas classics does does anything really compete i mean it's, it's terms there's of...
1: there's different kinds of christmas movies mm-hmm. you know there's the christmas movies that'll make you laugh there's the ones that'll make you cry there's the ones that are heartwarming there's the ones that are just you know kind of but this one does oh. planetary but like this is this is sort of on par with movies like it's a wonderful life where you just feel at the end like oh man i just watched a christmas movie you just get that feeling
0: yeah i've never seen it. A wonderful life oh uh, you should watch it yeah i know everybody it's says that every movie. year it, it remains on my list if i'm not mistaken it's like two hours and 45 minutes long right uh no no i thought you said the other day
1: it was. Oh, i didn't say that oh. mary oh. clay said that oh how it's long is it let wonderful me know full life two hours 15 minutes okay so it is over two hours i mean yeah uh, but not it's, it's as many. a big movie a lot goes oh, on I'm not, I,
0: I'm not opposed i've got a flight to las vegas here thursday morning maybe i'll knock that out then you want an
1: ugly cry on a plane
0: my I always opt for ugly cry on a plane. Okay. Last time then I was on a plane, yeah. I watched. Watch it's a wonderful life. Christopher if you, Robin.
1: If you cry, oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> just just hurt me. <laughs> Ouch! <laughs> Ouch! Indeed. How was that movie as a dad? It was like, why was I on
0: a plane recently? Where did I go? I don't know. Uh, I guess when did I last? Probably before fly? you were a dad. But Emily was pregnant. Yeah, and we knew that it was a girl. Yeah. Uh so.
1: It's like it's like listening to. Uh, oh, when
0: I worked, I still worked at at Grand. Yeah, uh, I was still selling furniture, so it was like a dad in the furniture business. He was selling suitcases, but I, I equated it. It was close enough. Uh,
1: I believe he worked in the suitcase division of a furniture company.
0: Yes, I believe that that is correct. Uh, like assesses his life and as he reflects on childhood as a parent to a daughter and it was it, it absolutely destroyed me
1: right it's like i listened to to cats in the cradle by uh cat stevens harry chapin
0: that's yeah no i'm not allowed to listen to that anymore
1: right it's like i i never experienced that like my I, my dad didn't go 48 hours in my entire life without telling me how much he loved me he would like my dad would would take off every time the schools closed for snow, so we could hang out in the snow. Like it was, I never had that experience ever, and that song still
0: breaks me. It probably breaks you for a different reason, though.
1: No, before, way before anything like that happened. <laughs> <Okay>. Like <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm in college, man, and and I'm listening to it. I hear it, and I'm just like, I'm a bad son. I should have never moved away. Why did I move away from my family? Who am my I family, to do
0: this? You are, you are the man that you are to do that, and you do what you got to do to do what you got to do.
1: But, like, I just never experienced anything that happened in that song. I never was in doubt as to how much my father loved me. Ever. But that song's still like murderous.
0: Yeah, it messes you right up. So that was me crying on a plane. Yeah, uh, yeah.
1: It's a Wonderful Life is one of those movies, man. Like I don't know. It's it's a, it's a movie I would very much like to cover at some point on this show.
0: I'm 100% not opposed to that. I don't want to. I don't want to. I don't want rumors spreading that Tyler's opposed to reviewing movies. I do love movies. Maybe we'll do Christmas in July 2020.
1: We've been threatening to do that for a minute now. Have we? We talk about that every year. Oh man. When we get to Christmas movie, we're like, man, we only have one week to do Christmas movies. Let's do Christmas in July.
0: I can't hear you. Ah. What happened? I pulled my headphones out. Oh. Okay. Are you still recording? Yes, I am, because I use an adapter, which means my headphones, or my my box doesn't know that I took my headphones out.
1: I don't think your box would care. No? No. It wouldn't stop recording, but I was worried that you, like, unplugged the box.
0: No, I did not. I will say that my, my desk here is very small. Actually, my desk is a pretty good size, which causes the space that I can sit in to be very small. But I don't know how having more space behind me would even help. I, like, I, I'm constantly frustrated about my desk situation because it's like claustrophobic, but I do have enough space to like sit and lean back and stuff. So I don't, I don't know what the solution is, Ethan. I don't even know what the complaint <laughs> is. <laughs> I don't know either. I just, I always want to like scooch around and move and stuff. And this is a very small and narrow room. You may know if you've ever been in this room, it is very small and narrow. We did a Google Hangout
1: in that room one time.
0: We have a new Google Hangout spot. Oh man. Wow. It was way better. What a great my Have you ever sat in my dining room chairs you have cuz that's chairs. where it is. They're the best chairs. Oh man. I'm just thinking about how great those chairs are for a second. Hold on. Mm.
1: Just thinking about those beans. Uh, I can't hear you. I didn't say anything. Oh, you made mouth noises. Mouth. I know. Shapes. I
0: know. I was trying to get you to. I my mustache is too long, Ethan. This has been driving me crazy. My mustache is too long, which is causing
1: it to like not. and it hurts <laughs> Been there. <laughs> I I don't like. It. Should I trim it? Yeah. I guess I should. That's what that I, means. Uh, yeah. That's that's God's way of telling you to trim the stash, boy.
0: I was thinking about shaving it all off. I really have been thinking about this a lot. I'm just going bare face, but I'm about to go skiing in 2 weeks and I'm afraid to have no facial hair.
1: I do not think that the amount of facial hair that you have is going to make a marked difference on how cold you are skiing.
0: <laughs> no, I think the mountain doesn't care about my very thin
1: beard. But uh, because I'll tell you, I go outside when it's cold and I have a large beard and I'm still cold. I, you know, what's crazy is
0: I've shaved down in the cold weather before and I do notice because I think it's, it's not the hair that that's five minutes. Yeah. It's the same that's getting a haircut. No, no. No, it's worse than a haircut. If you go like straight to baby butt. I wouldn't know.
1: It's been uh four and a half years. Yeah, if you go down to baby butt, man, it's yeah, the last time I shaved with like shaved my whole beard off was graduation day. It wasn't a good look. No, but it was I was working catering for the year before that. Ah. Oh. So it was the choice between having three days of scruff or shaving all for vacation or er, for graduation.
0: Okay, so Klaus, let's 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 take a look at the uh the rankings, the board, the breakfast, the whole thing. The show what makes the show the show? Okay, so where
1: is the rating? Also, it's I would like than... to move
0: Frozen oh, 2. Oh, Frozen 2 to where? Above Coco. Okay, so still not Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle.
1: I like having Jumanji. I think that Frozen 2 is better than Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle, but I like having Jumanji Welcome to the Jungle at the top. It makes me happy.
0: I just love that movie so much. Um,
1: but I, I, I think that we will probably eventually move Jumanji. I would agree. So you want to put this where? Uh, In between... That and Frozen. Okay, so this is the new two. The new two, yeah. It should be the new one, but I really like having Chimajuku up to the jungle at the top. Oh, no, wait, we, we, uh, don't, we don't rank these. We don't rank oh, these. Oh, yeah, this is a
0: Christmas movie. Is this better so than The Polar a-
1: Express? Yes. Is it better than yes. Else? Yes. Is it better than all three Grinch movies? Yes. Number one okay, Christmas movie.
0: It- <laughs> Number one Christmas movie. Yay! I
1: mean, we, what, can, we what, can put what,
0: it on the board if we want, if you want. I would say we can. I don't think this is, like,
1: yeah, this one deserves I mean, it, to be it, on the board more than, like, the Polar Express does.
0: Yes, I would agree.
1: Because this is this is probably going to win some Oscars.
0: And that's what we gauge our success on here on this show. Is it Oscar worthy? Actually, we probably do more often. Than I mean, not. If, it,
1: if it's Oscar worthy, it probably deserves to be on the board. If Hocus Pocus gets to be on the board, although technically, I think we should have we should have ranked Hocus Pocus with the with the holiday movies. You know, that actually makes it a much more even race. Uh, like it's, it's worse than the Polar Express still. Uh,
0: it's it, it is, but it is much closer to the Polar Express than She's the Man. <laughs>
1: I haven't seen She's the Man. I might need to watch it just to like clarify. You might, you might should. Maybe you'll watch it and you'll come back and you'll be like, whoa. Yeah. I mean, I've seen it. I saw it in that's where theaters. The, but
0: so the tampons and the nose thing comes from. I don't
1: think that's where that comes from. I think that well, was a thing and then they put it in the movie. Do you have a breakfast food for Klaus? Because
0: this, to me, is a big Christmas meal. Like a homemade- Sourdough Santa. Sourdough Santa. <laughs>
1: That's the thing you guys do, right? You do sourdough Santa. We do sourdough Santa. Yeah, sourdough yeah. Santa.
0: Yeah, it is homemade. It is. It is. It, it is, is.
1: It is Santa Claus made out of puff pastry, S- brie cheese, and preserves.
0: <laughs> yeah, man, do I love this movie!
1: Uh, yeah, this is just then... like normally Netflix original movies. Not not the TV shows. The TV shows, bang. Normally, the Netflix original movies are like really only so good. And I was expecting okay. like I didn't know. First of all, I did not know it was animated until it started. <laughs> did you not? I didn't know anything about it. I was just like, okay, we're watching this. People keep talking about it, so I expected I expected extraordinarily good Hallmark movie.
0: Oh no, I knew that it was. I had a feeling. I was like, this is going to be Spider Man into the Spider Verse, but animated. Yeah, I didn't know. I mean, not but animated, <laughs> but about Christmas. <laughs> You you got this look on your face like what on earth is he talking about? And I thought you were like wow what is, what a great connection. But instead you were like you idiot. <laughs> I was like, uh, bud? <laughs> it is animated. They're all animated. But Christmas.
1: Yeah, they're <laughs> both I animated. Sorry, um, got So that's that's the big board.
0: That's the breakfast ranking. Um, the villains. I actually I,
1: I, the villains. The Grinches. Oh the uh the 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 clans. Yeah. Well, I needed to suck. Like just they had to have no redeeming quality yeah because they had, they had to be, be the people that were still mad that. even though the rest of the town was happy.
0: Yeah, they had to be mad that people were happy at all.
1: I don't think that conflict needed to exist at all.
0: I don't think it did because either. Because it
1: could have been like, Klaus's dad could have showed up not Klaus, uh, Jasper's Jasper's dad could have showed up and been like, oh, proud of you son, really just pulling through with those 6,000 letters, and Klaus yeah. overhears him like, I'm sorry, 6,000 what? Right. And then Albus like, 6, I'm sorry 6,000 pictures 6, of Spider-Man. What? And Leslie Knope shows up just like, "And you beautiful pancake
0: 6,000 pictures of Spider-Man. <laughs>
1: you wanted 6,000 letters? I want 6,000 pictures of Spider-Man! <laughs> and I honestly, I, I think that might have made that movie better. But then you don't have a big dramatic chase scene, you know...
0: I did like the chase scene. It was I did it like was kind of necessary.
1: Scene. It gave it was big Grinch vibes. Except he's just like, you really think I would give them the toys? I could listen. I could listen to, <laughs> to J.K. Simmons do the ho 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 all day. That was some real yeah, he, like he joyous some ho, laughter. ho ho ho.
0: Yeah, I would agree with that. Just entirely. was like,
1: wait, that's how you? That's how you laugh? I love Jason Schwartzman so much. Crushed this part. Crushed it.
0: I loved this whole movie. Yeah,
1: it was a great movie.
0: The complaints I have are.
1: Negligent to non-existent.
0: Yeah. Like, I know we brought up a lot of topics like, oh, what'd you think about this? I don't know if I like this. I liked the whole thing. Yeah.
1: It was, the, the whole package ended up perfect. I mean, it's got a, it's a Netflix original movie, like a 92% Rotten Tomato score. You can't ask for much better. Correct. They got they got Richard Roper to review it. But yeah, that's uh, it's a cool movie. Cool movie. Very, very happy agree. we watched
0: it. I am too. Um, So... We, what else you got for me? Let's let's wrap this show up. I don't have anything else. Okay, well then let's do the wrap-up part.
1: Let's do the wrap-up part. Um, Ladies and gentlemen and yokes and friends and everybody else, if you want more podcasts from the Bacon and Eggs Network, then you should go listen to That's What I'm Talking About right now. I'm going to give you a quick little sampler, but I love this show so much. I'm very happy that we get to produce it. I'm very happy that Mary Clay enjoys making it because it is a joyous experience to listen to. So I'm going to give you a quick teaser. You're going to come back.
2: That's what I'm talking about. Follows me, Mary Clay Watt, on my journey through Lord of the Rings for the very first time. Join me each week as I have fans on as guests so we can talk all things rings, and I can share all of my confused and completely inaccurate thoughts with them. Like this one. I was very convinced that Gollum had killed Boromir and then was wearing his skin Are like you a like a legitimate. Suit. What? <laughs> I was like, this is some Loki trickster magic. Oh, okay. And yeah. Gollum has taken out Boromir and is now mm-hmm. impersonating Boromir and is trying trying to get the ring from Frodo. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm talking about. New episodes every Tuesday, wherever you get podcasts. Okay.
1: And you're back. And if you liked that, you should go listen to that show. But also, we got some big news coming for you soon.
0: Yeah. You're going to hear previews for other things soon.
1: Big, big news. Big, huge Mondo news. Large news. The biggest news. Like, like the, 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 the big, big one. The big one. The news. Flames on the side of my face. News.
0: What else, Tyler? Bacon and Eggs is a production of Bacon and Eggs Media, a podcast network for creators by creators or something like that. We're working on the We're slogan. We're working on the name, too. We're working on the name, too. But it's out there. There's a name and a slogan out there. Uh, a collection of podcasts. If you want to see more Biggin' and Eggs podcasts, go to and eggs. Media. Uh Website's being updated all the time I'm working on that myself it's quite the undertaking even though it is Squarespace but we don't have an affiliate code so I'm not going to tell you they're wonderful um you can go to baconandeggs.media to listen to all of our other shows you can also follow the show on uh Twitter and Instagram at baconandeggspod you can follow Ethan and I I'm at Carlin. Ethan is at Shell Photos and Wow Now, but the O's are zeros I think that's all still true uh, yeah. yeah, boom. Nailed that. Uh, additionally, uh, if you love this show, I talked about it right at the beginning, but seriously, if you love this show, we are trying so desperately hard to grow our Patreon page, patreon.com slash bacon and eggs. We are working all the time to put up new and interesting content there. Uh, and just a few dollars goes a a very, very far away. If this show brings you value or if you like us and you want us to be able to continue to do this uh we, you know we, we like really really genuinely do need that support um you know they're, they're, that money goes towards uh just helping justify the show for ethan and i updating equipment uh and and supporting other podcast creators so that we can continue to do what we love so if you are able to throw us a few dollars uh, it makes a huge difference additionally still active is our promo code becca for 15 percent off on uh our merch store at teespring.com slash bacon dash and dash eggs uh so you can use that again that's a becca b-e-c-c-a for 15 percent off uh and that's that's a nod to uh, a listener, Becca Eddows, uh, who is just a fantastic human being and deserved a nice 15% off code. Uh, our music is by Andrew do you Scott want to, Bell. Do you want to His tell us is why is you below. did that code? Oh, yeah. Uh, if if you love Becca and if you love Bacon and Eggs, then you would also actually love Sincerely Us. I was on their show this week to talk about Hamilton. Uh, I got to see it this past weekend for my birthday. And then uh, the, the casual musical theater podcast, Sincerely Us, requested to have me on their show. It's hosted by Ness and Becca, who are both big time members in the Bacon and Eggs community. you can meet them by joining our discord server on our patreon or you can listen to their podcast which is absolutely excellent uh if you have reviewed our podcast and want to know how to further support reviewing podcasts i would review their podcast because it is super duper good and they deserve all of the praise and love in the world um and you should go listen to that episode now Our music, like i said is by andrew scott bell his link is in the description below our graphics are done by vaishan brandon uh he is like the king of podcast graphics and if you need anything for podcasting or youtube or anything like that you should hit him up his email is graphite.vmb at gmail.com i want to say that's going to be in the description below as well
1: uh that is everything that i've got ethan is there anything you want to add no i think that's it is there something i'm supposed to be adding no that's it okay cool (laughs) then that's all i got i've been ethan edshill he's been tyler carlin until next week arrivederci
0: Arendelle. wrong movie